Hi, welcome to Agora Community Radio, the podcast for artists in the animation industry who want to listen and learn on the go. This episode is from our A Conversation With series, where we invite pros from all walks of our industry to have a chat with us about their background and experiences, and then we finish it off with a little Q&A from the audience. You can always head on over to our website, agora.community, to watch the full video, or if you just want to listen to what we think are the most interesting bits and pieces of these conversations, you can listen to the Agora Bytes clips on this channel. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Howdy, everybody. Welcome to another conversation with uh, David Hubert and myself. Um, this is an interesting night because it was a bound to happen eventually, but uh, we actually finally got to the point where <laughs> we found someone by popular demand showing up on our show that um, that neither one of us have actually worked with before. So this is actually going to be uh, extremely exciting for David and I because we get to meet somebody that uh, has been making a lot of waves lately. Um, his name is Justin Rush, and I am super happy to bring him on. But of course, before I do that, I will bring in none other than my wingman, my co-pilot, my co-conspirator. David Hubert. Hello. You mentioned that only people that we worked with, uh, I would I would maybe say only people that 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 we know or that Yeah, that's that, true. Yeah, that we have worked interacted with somehow in, yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. the past. Yeah. Neither one of us has physically met Justin in the flesh. Let's put it that way. True. Okay. That's very true. That's fair. That's very but fair. But as we we're joking a little bit before the stream, we just got used to, hey, let's yeah. just have a fun chat for an hour and a half with those yeah. people that we've never met before in, in front exactly. of the crowd. That that sounds like a lot of fun. It is it is actually a lot of fun when we have <laughs> totally guests is. like Justin. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, we don't, you know, society doesn't get out like it used to anymore. So this is very convenient. I get to just like log online and then find amazing people showing up and we get to meet them. Like it's yeah. uh, there's a lot of there's a great deal of networking going on in this just singular show that happens usually about once a week. So let's yep. keep that ball rolling. Let's bring in Justin. Um, uh, I'll do a quick intro before we do. Justin has been working in the industry quite some time. Um, he used the word old. He's been around for a long time. But I mean, I'm, I'm almost 47. And I think we're probably close to the same age. So I kind of resent him for saying that. But we'll deal with that when he gets on the show. Uh, he's worked in CG. He's worked in stop motion. Um, he's actually worked at Leica. I, I, I have a really soft spot in my heart for, for stop motion. So I'm going to be probably having a little bit of envy with him on here. But um, maybe a little starstruck even as well. But uh, he's more currently over at Blizzard, um, working as a director and as a senior animator over there. So um, I'm sure he's got lots to talk about. Let's bring him on. Justin, welcome to the show. Hey guys, how's it going? How about how are you? Good. Thank you for having me. No, it's a pleasure to have you, my friend. Um, yeah, I don't know where do you even want to even start. Like, I mean, where do we even begin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I I'd like to start. I'm, uh, let's jump right uh, right right in it. head first. It's funny because when we have this little countdown with the little you know music in the beginning, I'm often thinking, okay, where do we? What mm. angle do we uh, tackle first? Uh -huh. And one one of the first thing that came to to mind, Justin, is when I was uh, browsing through your uh, YouTube channel. I you know awesome. I just look at the date and it was okay like. 10 years ago and then eight uh -huh. years ago and then boom one year ago one year ago one year ago yeah, yeah okay yeah. something wow. happened yeah. Yeah. one yeah. year ago so what happened one year ago because <laughs> it seems that you had this channel for a long time but all of a sudden it went from one or Exploded. two a year to every other week that there was an outpour of creativity that got yeah out there. yeah you know like um i had a, a friend who basically um suggested 
that I give social media a try, uh, just judging off of uh, having worked with the guy before and he kind of seen the, the range of stuff that I do, not just as an animator, but as a human, right? So he's like, man, you got to like share some of this stuff and, and you could uh, possibly really, you know, blow up. That's what he basically said to me, you know, and, and he talked me into joining TikTok. That was my first thing, right? He's like, all right, just start on TikTok and just post some of your work. And I'm like, I, I, I really, like you said, old, I, I feel com- it, it was so hard Don't for say me it. to make that move to actually mm-hmm. join uh, some social media like that. But I did it. I said, okay, I'll give it a try because I've had two friends in the business that have retired from the business off of social media. Wow. Two of them. Two. And a third on the way, not okay. including me. Right. So, right. Because of that's fun seeing firsthand that I had two two friends that literally had quit the business and just do their own stuff now. Oh man, uh, was phenomenal and a huge huge uh, inspiration to me. So I was like, sure. all right, I'm going to give it a try, and I started with TikTok. Well, wow. and, and we uh, we all know that TikTok is the gateway drug to bigger and more yeah. crazier social yeah. presences. It was it was shocking. It was shocking to me. Like it, it was like a, a poison, like a slow mm, poison. Interesting. That I had to, I felt like I, I poisoned myself for five minutes and I'd be like, oh, I can't take it. And then I'd come back and I did 10 minutes. Oh, okay, I can take it. That's what it felt like to me at first because it was so against my grain as a, as a mm. old person. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I figured it out. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. This doesn't have to be all people, you know, feeling um, what I thought of as, this kind of uh, self, you know, like everything was a selfie, right? Everything was about uh, things that I don't value so much is what it mm-hmm. felt like to me. And then I started finding niches where it was more the artist people or more the creatives. And then I'm like, wow, okay, this is kind of cool. And it became kind of specialized to things I had interest in. And then meeting people that I was genuinely impressed with their creativity and stuff like that. So uh, very quickly in six months, I was at a million followers on TikTok. Uh, It was really less than three and I was, you know, close to 700,000. It was huge, like right away. Uh, And then I just stuck with it. And then I expanded and did Instagram and, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to try YouTube, right? I'll start making uh, episodes and short films and do, you know, sharing some of the knowledge I have. And love specifically for for all animation, because I mm-hmm. love 2D animation, I love CG, and I love stop motion. So uh, I just kind of went down that rabbit hole and was just being open to this new tool. And, uh, and it blew my mind as far as like what, you know, uh, you, you think of things, right? Like even if you're a dreamer like me, I'm a dreamer, and I think of like, I want this thing, right? A dream, like to make a movie someday. I want to direct a film, right? That's too small. It's just too small, right? Like my brain was so in a box as far as like the way I would think possibilities of things are, how you would get to a certain place and and create something, make something happen. Uh, And then everything just started going, you literally can create your own world of, of, ways to, to make money, ways to uh, get past all the hurdles that are out there for 
the classic system of telling stories or creating entertainment, making a living. Like there's a million opportunities that I never, 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 I, I couldn't even conceive of them. Uh, so, so would you say that before embracing the, 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 the poison, yes. were you kind of <laughs> uh, against it or it was just... I, not, I was prejudiced. Not... I was okay. prejudiced. I was okay. totally prejudiced. Like, and where was it coming from? Coming from the selfie, I, let's yeah, call it, yeah. the selfie generation of yes. look at me in front of the yes. beach, look at me in front of this and that. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yes. It's like, look at my butt. Look at me dance. Look at yeah. me this. Look at me that, right? And I was really taking it as, as just a vanity, straight up vanity. It mm. just felt like, wow, it, and sugar. It all felt like sugar. And I don't know if that, I, I, I was like, there's no steak here. There's mm. no protein. Everything mm. is. Yeah. There is sugar. a lot. There's a lot of that. That's for sure. Oh yeah. And, and like, uh, and you get lost in it because it literally would like sugar tastes good. Right. Yeah. You'll, you'll just blah, 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 a million miles an hour. You're blasting through this short yeah. form entertainment that really doesn't do very much or possibly enrich, rich you very much more than a, a, a really quick piece of entertainment. So So I just, I just was really uh, prejudiced against it. Interesting. And then, and then, you know, like I said, I started seeing creativity mm. and new opportunity. Like, like I, Pete, I don't know. I'm sure you guys are in this situation constantly. I get a million texts, emails, uh, messages, DMs every day from young people saying, how do I get into the industry? How do I do this? How do I break in? How do I do, you know, tell me what I need to do. And, uh, And they're having a struggle, right? They're struggling to become their dream, which is to be an animator, right? A professional animator or artist. And I'm like, wow, like you guys don't realize now you don't need studios. If you're not the top shelf creator or demo reels that you used to have to be to get in the business for a long time, and you still do in a lot of ways, You don't need that anymore. You can literally become a creator of your creation, whatever it is, your artistic expression, and put it on this freaking crazy little device, mm -hmm. yep. and you can get rich. It, it used crazy. to be, it used to be unheard of, right? It was like the idea of like becoming just like a fine artist felt like it was like being a unicorn and it's like kind of in a way, uh, this sort of craft that we do, whether it's digital art, whether it's animation, whether it's stop motion, doesn't matter that can, it starts to transcend being a commercial artist and you could become your own artist. That's basically, and let's face it, I've, I've seen your channel. I mean, yeah. the real reason is because you just like that. The, obviously the, the five-year-old inside you is yes. probably... <laughs> Very, like, strong. Very, very strong very very strong and it is <laughs> you are channeling that like yeah. hardcore yeah. and uh i mean obviously people are eating it up because it's like yeah. who i think all everyone's five-year-old sees your five-year-old going out there and doing these imaginative sort of explorations just having fun with the skill and talent yeah. like it almost makes me feel like you know what i mean like it's like it is it's like the five-year-old in you but having had the many years of experience yes. doing that it's yeah. kind of like it's you're you're closed it's almost like you close the loop in some weird it way it is so perfectly put there close the mm. loop i i've mm. said it many times like the stuff that drove me bananas as a young person and i had no idea how it was done mm. and inspired me for yeah. my whole life mm. i'm able to do that now yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm able to touch that same child soul 
you know, yeah. that yeah. inspiration point and I can rub it and then squeeze <laughs> it, 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 it and it, like it's, it's funny because it's funny because when I saw your Eman uh, video, yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" And all of a sudden, for me, it, it clicked. I was like, mm. "He found a way to, you know, yeah. find the inner five-year-old that is yeah. just a nuclear reactor oh, of yeah. creativity and energy." Yeah. And he found a way and an outlet to just create it. And and it was like, "Wow!" Because even I mean, I'm very slightly yeah. younger than, than, yeah, than yeah, you guys, yeah. very slightly, but I'm. I still lived in the eighties and, you know, E-Man and mm -hmm. all that. And we all did the same thing. And in our mind, it was exactly yeah. the stop motion yeah. video that you were doing. Oh it was like, Oh my God, this is where his motivation and inspiration is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, and, and I think, you know, it touches so many other people out there that had those same kind of feelings playing with those toys, playing, you know, having those, your imagination, your child's imagination, which is so rich and, <laughs> uh being able to express that now with this talent i have yeah. and then this venue that didn't yeah, exist it. yeah right? i don't yeah. have to get i don't have to let paramount pictures <laughs> that's right green light me to make yeah. something anymore or or more appropriately as a five-year-old be yeah. at the end of your driveway and have a yes. table and like a little stage yeah. and whoever walked by you could do a little puppet show there now you, it's go. Little, you got a bigger milk box now right yeah. your table's a little bit more farther reaching yeah, yeah. It, it's incredible. It, yeah. What an opportunity. I, yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious. So in your mind, like strategically, you because if TikTok was your gateway, you jumped in there first as an experience. I'm, I, I'm first of all, I, I mean, I'll come back to this. I'm, I'm going to be curious as why TikTok was the first sort of entry point. But maybe it was because of that was how you were influenced by some of your friends who are doing something similar. But basically, you started there. But now you also have a YouTube presence. Um, I'm wondering, like, why have both? Like, what's the strategy there as far as, like, you know, I assume it's different formats because I think the TikTok is the yes. sugar and YouTube yes. is a bit more the protein, yes. kind of like yes. to make it sort of yes. like what you were saying before. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Like, so I started with TikTok because uh, it was just advised to me. And my two friends that that made it, like, they they made it big time. Mm. Like, they weren't even on TikTok. That was the thing. The, the TikTok mm. okay. uh, came to me from another friend that was just a business friend. And he was just like, this is, this is a new thing. You should get involved. I think you'd be great. He just was a fan who watched TikTok. Yeah. And he's like, you got to put some of your, your work on here. Uh, but again, it, it, it agreed. It is sugar, right? It is definitely yeah. sugar. Oh, it is. Uh, and yeah. then YouTube now gives you an opportunity <clears throat> to go deeper, right? But you yes. have to build that audience. And yeah. that audience can come from uh, the masses sense. of yeah, a TikTok yeah. or sure. Instagram or yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Like each yeah. one of them is a whole different continent to me as oh, yeah. far as like the power that exists in them and yeah. which ones I am putting my energy in right. to versus other ones that I'm not. Yep. So, and you know, the, the other thing is being an older person, like I'm, I'm like, okay, this is a lot of time, right? I love what I do. I seriously pour all of my passion into creating this artwork and these animations for people just, just because it feeds my soul. Mm -hmm. But I also do not want to burn all the time it required to create episodes, to create all yeah. this content, to go back and forth with your community if there's sure. no financial reward, right? Yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, exactly. So finding that little place where you do build enough of a community where uh, finance can come in, deals start coming in, uh, brand deals, uh, jobs, period. People, people are seeing and responding wow. to, like you said, the five-year-old uh magic there yeah that's and a brand every 
people are just like, oh my God, did you see that? Go to Justin, give it to yeah, Justin. Yeah, go check it out. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, then, something feels like it fits your sort of thing, what you deliver. Like that, if, yeah. if, if the DNA sounds a little bit like we need something that's got that spirit, yeah. then of course you're going to be the first person in their, in their mind, right? Yeah, and now my phone's ringing off the hook. So that's awesome. it's, it's really, really kind of mind blowing. And, and it's not, you know, uh, like there's a lot of different ways to, to financially find success on, yeah. on these one. Each one of them has a financial way to make money. And then there's the big paydays, which are the jobs, the yeah. more, you know, the real yeah. creations that you're doing yeah. for someone else. So uh, I have a, a, a sorry, but <laughs> yeah. coming back to this Eman video, there's another yeah. part of it that I found amazing because I'm assuming it's your son that was in this uh, video. No, so here's, I, so that's my stunt son. <laughs> I because, love it. Awesome. I love it. Because you my sons now. are 30 and 20. Exactly. Okay, good. <laughs> Awesome. It, it, the magic word because I was like, yeah. okay, he got kids a little late, yes. but you know, yes. it, it, oh, it, no, it, it no. works out. That was that was my stunt son. That's so, actually okay. amazing. It's actually so, a neighborhood kid. A neighborhood kid. <laughs> awesome. yeah. I love it. So still, uh, I still have this question because what I felt amazing, it was the, not only is it coming straight from the 80s, uh, um, you know, with the Eman and the imagination, but the contrast between you're doing this based on your imagine, imagination from the five-year-old self. Yeah. And then you have this kid that is just on his device. Yeah. And you could see the contrast. And, you know, for having a 12-year-old uh, myself, uh, it, it's, it can be scary because there was yeah. a lot of yeah. time of boredom when we were... Uh, oh, yeah. uh, we were young yeah. and times of just, okay, well, I guess that I'm going to take this story and make have this story yeah. and, and do it. And I mean, boredom completely disappeared from <laughs> the life of my, my kid because yeah. every little moment is filled by a screen or an activity yeah. and, yeah. and all that. So on top of that, there was a depth in this video that said, well, this video today exists because this five-year-old <laughs> Justin was lost in his imagination yeah. because he had to fill his time. But yeah. will the next generation, 30 years from now, will have the same creativity because mm. they're not going through the same psychological development at all yeah see like i have to i have to expand my mind and say like yes this is humans right humans are evolving humans are finding new ways to be creative and new ways that their entertainment will inspire new ideas and all this stuff but i do believe because i've seen it firsthand with lots of young people uh that they are being spoon-fed uh you know, their, their visual experience, right? So it's more about the experience and the decisions they're making on a video game or the, uh, the you know, because every experience can be different. Like if you're playing, uh, you know, Call of Duty or something, you have a scenario that happens just to you and the people you're playing with, right? So then that mm. becomes something like they're playing outside, right? Yeah. And interacting right. with kids in the neighborhood. So it's this yeah. virtual experience but it still creates that imprint. Oh, remember when oh, we did that and I threw the cannon and blah, and you blew up and that was amazing. And, you know, like yeah. they still have kind of that, that thing, but I, but I do know that they go flat. Mm. Uh, they definitely go flat because I, I've been out with many of the young people because I love kids. I play with kids all the time, like uh, where they don't know what to do. They get lost. If something's not like, delivered directly yeah. to them yeah yeah it's not there like yeah. they they will fall flat 
And I, yeah. and I'm like, Whoa, guys, let's, uh, look yeah. around, let's play. You know? I even, I even noticed this even with my daughter, like she's six. Yeah. Uh, so she's quite a bit younger than your kids, but yeah. the, um, I find that like kids at that age, because they have their, they grow up with that kind of technology, that yeah. fast food yeah. kind of like entertainment. I mean, it's not, I, and I don't, I don't buy into the idea that like, you know, iPads are bad because if you're, if they're interactive programs, it's like, why that's, I don't, I don't, I don't personally, I mean, too much of that screen during the day might be not great for her eyes, right, right. but, but I mean, as far as interacting with it, it, I don't think there's a problem with it, except for this, except for what you're talking yeah. about. It's yeah. like, how can anything compete with that now? Right. It's like, it's like she's got a taste of the, the crack cocaine entertainment and then you want her to go and like go enjoy some like you know i don't know some yeah. freaking you know the porridge or something hike. The yeah yard. that's it a hike how oh daddy come on a hike yeah whatever it's like, a playground wow yeah you like you know it, you nature know. and butterflies oh yeah. come on yeah, yeah i can't tell the butterflies what to do i can't have yeah. them land on my digital <laughs> finger right yeah yeah i yeah. know it, it's fascinating. Yeah. It definitely is because because I think it is. There's that that drug part of it, yeah. Which which unfortunately is very true that it, it is feeding something inside of us, yeah. Uh, that dopamine hit whatever absolutely. it is, yeah. Where where it's it is a drug, and there is, is. absolutely a withdrawal, yeah, and a loss, a a, a feeling of lost yeah. without that when it's not there, yeah. and it, yeah, and it takes a while to come down from that and yeah. open up and. You know, yeah. we, we as parents, like, we're very, uh, we had three kids and we were definitely um, very conscious of, because I grew up with no rules, right? I could watch as many TV as oh, I yeah. wanted. I could play video games all we wanted, but we were always outside too, Okay, right? Like we, we were running around all through the day and then mm. we played video games. We come in and play like my Atari or come in and play Nintendo or whatever it is. And then we go back out, right? And we mm. do this and that. And nobody ever told me I could, I had a certain amount of television I could watch. So I could watch. You just TV. figure it out. Yeah, you just yeah. figure it out. But it was more fun <clears throat> to play with my friends and also have that as this amazing new thing that was happening uh, at the time. So I, I think as long as there's some kind of balance. Yeah. And for us with our three kids, we had limits. Mm. We had limits on how much video games, how much television. Uh, and it was because we saw them getting sucked in in a way that wasn't healthy. Right. Uh, and was really limiting them. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I think it's a making comparison between television entertainment that, you know, if you didn't have cable when I was young, I didn't have cable. Basically, yeah. if everything at the all of the four channel yeah. that we yeah, had yeah, was, was not interesting yeah. well that's it yeah <laughs> that's all yeah. You had. right yeah but there now we live in a world times. on demand right yeah there's a you'd see cartoons in the morning that's you'd it cartoons that's after it. school and maybe Absolutely. like you know a yeah. team or something later in that's the it. evening you know oh, on yeah. a certain day of the week yeah, yeah. And then yeah. eventually you're like, oh my God, this YouTube and Facebook thing is crack cocaine. And then Instagram and TikTok <laughs> arrived and is like, what is no. going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah just what you thought. Because it get becomes more. so short, like I said, like yeah. sugary. It's so yes. sugary. Even though yeah. the, the horrible stories of television shows that we watched in the 80s, you know, were so poorly written, but it was night right, but it was a story. Yeah, you know, you have a story. At least there's a yeah, story. Yeah, it's not a person shaking their buns for 15 seconds. You know, and <laughs> yeah. they're like, "Whoa, next, next." Yeah, next. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, a, yeah, 
I'm curious, Justin, when you started on, on TikTok, what kind of video that you started to post? Yeah, like there? what was what, the very what, first one? Yeah, what was uh, popular? I, what was your experience starting with? Uh, you know, I hit, I hit it right away pretty big. Uh, I put out just mm -hmm. behind the scenes footage of the films that me and my family make. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I had a spaceship flying through my garage through an asteroid field on mm -hmm. blue screen. So the whole nice. garage was kind of blue. And I'm literally puppeteering a spaceship with my hand like this. And my wife's following me with the camera through this, this asteroid field. And I just put that video up there and it got like, you know, 7 million views or something wow. like that. And then okay. uh, it just kept going. And then pretty good for, for, for pretty good first showing, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't, it, you know, it was pretty yeah. much like every, I don't know, 10th video or something like that. I would have one that just blew up, you know, and I got mm. a couple of like 20 million views. And wow. Like, this is insane. Yeah. That's like, crazy. Well, it's funny because you talked about dopamine and how it could be a little yeah. addictive. That, that's the other, other, other side of dopamine. Yeah. Other <laughs> right. side, yeah, you yeah. were getting it. Cause you're like your first, you know, it was yeah. like your first hit was free. It's like someone came and offered yeah. you crack cocaine for free. And you're just like, ah, sure. Like, what, what do I got to lose? Oh right. my God. And wow. then you can't literally get enough of it and you just keep coming back for more. So it's interesting. This loop that you find yourself in right now. Yeah. Interesting. Well, there's, there's a healthy way. Like, uh, I think, cause I do have a little perspective there. Uh, I'm unable, I'm able to just be like, eh, whatever. It didn't land. Eh. There's waves, right? Like TikTok has big waves where you mm -hmm. catch them or yeah. they change the algorithm and you're not getting yeah. anything. Right? Yeah. Interesting. And also I didn't want to put in that much effort at first. I was really, really conscious of, mm. of this is just a thing I'm experimenting <laughs> with. Yeah. I've been animating 26 years. I have a ton of uh, stuff I can throw up at any point. And how's that and just, working out for you now? That's it's great. Like it, there's waves. Like uh, you know, like I've been. No, I mean like time wise. Like you, oh. do you find yourself still not putting a lot of effort? Because I get a feeling that you put a little bit more effort in than now yeah. than you used to. Well, but the effort is different, right? Because okay. now the effort is going into creating shorts. Right. Like, okay. Right. Like, which, which would end up on YouTube. Yeah. We'll go on YouTube or Got they it. will go on to TikTok or Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And then all the, all the making of becomes content. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so it course. just feeds, it yeah. feeds it all. Yeah. yeah. Just bigger projects now. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and now it sort of justifies itself because there's a big enough following that it actually kind of, there's a financial payoff. So you can justify that kind of time. Yeah. And now exactly. I'm making money with my, my experience right so right. i'm doing what i love i'm yeah. getting paid for it yeah and i'm also sharing it with the people so everybody it's just wins growing yeah and i'm yeah. It, I'm curious though, where was the sweet, this, there must've been a sweet spot. Like, was there a time where you're building up to the point where you're like, ah, like, should I keep going? Because I mean, I keep hearing this from a lot of content creators where it's like to get to that hump, like when you get over that hump, when you start to feel like, Hey, actually, you know what? I kind of feel like there's parody here now. I'm kind of the money I'm getting coming in from this work is sort of justifying the amount of time I'm putting into it. But right. getting there can be a little harder. I mean, you might have had a different experience because I mean, if your first one that you dropped was like 7 million views, yeah. that might have come a little quicker for you than others. Um, I'm just curious if you, there was, was there ever a moment of doubt uh, on this journey? Uh, well, there was doubt. I wouldn't call it doubt, but I would say balancing, right? Okay. I'm like, okay, <clears throat> I'm making $250 a month from TikTok. Is that yeah. really worth my time? Yeah, you know what a good I mean? question. Yeah, I, I'm making this much, you know, $68 here or whatever. It's like really yeah. like every time I make a 10 minute video on YouTube, I'm not even monetized on YouTube yet. Right. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, 
I'm not making anything, but it takes yeah. a lot of effort. And yeah. I have a very busy life. I have yeah. family and my wife and I have my full-time job with Blizzard and then my art and my sport, all the things that I do. Like yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it had to, yeah. So there was a, a moment where I definitely had to say like, okay, I'm not going to put as much time mm -hmm. here because it doesn't pay as much. Yeah. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to build things like the He-Man project, right? That are like truly what I want to do. I'm going to put my passion into this and then show the world <laughs> what it did that, hey, I can do really high quality animation with really limited toys mm. and really um, tell these kind of stories that me and my wife, Shelly, create together that are uh, going to bring in more work and bigger deals and bigger brands. Mm. And then then everything clicked. Basically, yeah. as soon as really, as soon as we did the the first He-Man one where I'm playing with my son, trying to get him off the phone. And uh, that's the Your one that stunt was son. Stunt yeah, son. my stunt son. That was the, the game changer, really. Before oh, yeah. that, I had some financial rewards. I was, you know, making enough passive income that it was kind of exciting. Yeah. But it wasn't like, you know it wasn't the kind of deals you get when you have a big show you're doing. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, interesting. And I'm curious, do you have uh, at this <clears throat> point a maybe a, a vision or a, uh, a, a path uh, in front of you to say, okay, when I'm done, this is the legacy that all of this, uh, this is the inspiration I want to provide to, to the world, or is it very much still a work in progress or <clears throat> wherever it goes, it's going to evolve over time? Well, uh, is that something on your mind at all? Yes, I definitely, uh, you know, I come from an older mindset as far as like, I want to create films that mm. inspire like I was inspired, right? Like mm. the movies that I literally watch every year, 10 times over, that get me so fired up to to make movies. I want to make one of those. Mm. Uh, so my my ultimate goal is to leave the industry uh, be completely independent and make my films or our films. Me and my wife make our films together. So that this means is the this is the moment in the in the stream where your your boss at Blizzard gets gets very yeah. nervous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, he's just it, kidding. He's just kidding. Totally yeah. jokes. All right, keep going. Keep going. Uh, yeah. So like, I mean, everyone knows. Like, I I love Blizzard. Blizzard's the best place I've ever worked in my life. It really is. And it's like. Uh, but I, I will at some day in order to make my biggest dream come true, which is to make these movies. It's everyone, yeah. No I'm one's gonna blame you for to, that. To leave, right? So yeah. it's gonna happen. But <laughs> but at this time, you know, all I still put all of my passion into everything I do at, at uh Blizzard during my days, you know, and they're giving me these amazing opportunities there to direct, which was a dream. That's pretty so, awesome. Yeah. Blizzard bucket list yeah. already, direct yeah. at Blizzard, secondary bucket list. Totally it's like amazing. stretch goal bucket list yeah that's awesome but yeah but so what i want to do is i want to spread animation right i stop motion specifically <clears> because <throat> i love all forms of animation but stop motion is <clears throat> akin to my soul because <clears throat> that's what got me kicked off as a young person yeah. was yeah. 2d animation and stop motion animation thrilled thrilled me as a young person yeah. and i really want to put that out there in a way that it spreads it again because it's bigger mm. than it's ever been in the history yeah. of the universe mm. there's more stop motion happening now than ever mm. uh and i want i want that to continue and mm. be a viable uh entertainment form i want yeah. to show modern 
levels of, of, of skill with uh, some of those old techniques, mm, if yeah, that makes sense. Because animators today are better than they've ever been. We oh, have yeah. cooler tools than we've ever had. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, I just want to show. I want to do it so bad. I want to show what you know I can do now. Yeah. So go, going a little bit in stop motion, because this is something that's been fascinating me. I mean, I've been doing my own stop motion film when I was like eight, nine years yeah. old, like maybe most of us when we discovered like a camcorder and, oh, I can play it, put on the button, and, but <clears> never <throat> did it, did it uh, professionally. Sure. Uh, what in your mind makes this medium special? Because <laughs> I've, I mean, with uh, uh, Agra Studio, we are working on... on Actually, we did work on a couple of projects that they were asking in CG to emulate mm, yeah, the yes. look of stop motion. That's so you're common. like, okay, you can do everything and you're still going to come back to a look. So mm -hmm. what in, in your mind and, you know, it, what is it about stop motion that keeps make it still, you know, fashionable still today in 2021? Well, I think the, the number one thing for me, this is my perspective and I, why I think it it goes back to children playing, right? And playing with toys, playing with your imagination. Like when we're back then, when we played with toys and kids still play with toys, you, you create these worlds and these scenarios and dramas and action and all this stuff uh, that, that is so rich in your little kid brain, right? Like you're pretending and, and believing it. You just go there hundred percent as a young person and to see something you know is real kind of come to life through that same imagination, but, uh, but in a believable way, even sometimes in an unbelievable way, there's something that it just taps. Mm. It just taps mm. that the magic, the mm. pure magic of imagination. And, and, uh, and I, I think that's why it's, it's so special and, and, and unique to, to so many people. And yeah, And the little imperfections and, the, yeah, you know, little, exactly. you know, the reality is I love CG, but I can, I'll never be afraid of a CG monster. Plain and simple. I won't. I always know it's fake. I always know it's fake. I love it. I'm like, that's the most rad, coolest, wrinkly, cool lit, organic structure of a face I've ever seen. But it's not really there. Hmm. I can tell. Something in my soul knows that's not there. And like, so a CG snake jumping at the screen is like, that looks really cool technically. And I like the story, <laughs> but it doesn't, you put a real snake in a John Wayne film from 1920 and it's about to bite yeah. somebody. I'm like, holy shit, that's freaking dude. That's terrifying. You know, like in Indiana Jones with a piece of glass between them. That's yeah. a real snake. There's yeah. something there that, that like taps into, um, into you know the same thing with stop motion right that's a real snake that's yeah. a real thing and it's moving so mm -hmm. uh I, i you know there there's something really magical about that and that's why practical effects are so incredible even when they're bad sometimes yeah because you know it's real and you know it's there and and there's an artistry that goes into it that's a that's interesting in a different way so Yeah. I, have a, mm. I have a theory on this and I think it's very similar to yours and it comes down to just that tactile, like it's, it's like, I've, I go back and you might, you might've done this recently, but I, I recently went back and watched a lot of these little uh, Sesame street shorts 
um, yeah. specifically where there's a little kid and the camera is a medium shot. So it's just like, and it, there you see them like face to face looking at this puppet. And the, the thing that we have to keep in mind is the yeah. kid can yeah. clearly see the person, the puppeteer right there at their oh. feet. But the way that they look at and like interact with this puppet is wow. like mind blowing. This kid it's has absolutely absolutely captivated by this this real living thing right and yeah. and and it has something about its puppets it's like it's, and, and stop motion is just fancy it's puppets it's, at the end of the day right yeah that's it is magic. it's magic and, and crazy i know that. exactly what you're you're saying because i can even say it's it's the same thing that happens like kids we just had halloween right yeah you put on a mask as a young person yeah yeah and you can become oh, anything completely a creature yeah. you put on a yeah. cape oh yeah you can freaking fly you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like yeah that is yeah. so special i know and that exists in us as young people and like yeah. i mean it's one of my favorite things about what we do as animators is i hang on to all of my <laughs> little kid i can't tell i can't tell you, you hide it very well <laughs> Dude, I very tap, no one would I ever know. Into it. I close that door if I'm, <laughs> you know, creating a monster or being a, a character I'm playing, and I literally mm. can close my eyes and pretend. That's awesome. And, yeah. You know, and I, I say it like all the time. I would co go upstairs to my CG job at Blizzard, walk up the stairs, pass the Blizzard sign, go to my desk, and I'd literally like these headphones were like a porthole. I'd be like. Mm. <laughs> And I go right into this world of World of Warcraft. Does it sound like that for real? Because like I need to get headphones yes, to do that. Yes. If they do. Okay, let me know. And literally, I link. sit down in my chair and I'm in the universe. <laughs> I'm, Amazing. I'm in the universe becoming an orc and becoming yeah, yeah. a superhero yeah, Overwatch yeah. Well, I mean, that is, you're right that you're nailed it right on the head. Like that's what we do, right? We, we, we give permission to everybody to just embrace that inner child and just to pretend it's put, put that Halloween mask on again for the first time and just, yeah. just go somewhere else and be yeah. somebody else for a little while. Unfortunately, a lot yeah. of people tend to just, you know, they, they masquerade and their, 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 um, their costume just happens to be douchebags because there's so much <laughs> toxic garbage out there on online oh, games. Man. But, yeah. but there are many of us that do actually, you know, end up uh, wearing a different skin and, and just, just, mm. just being, being somebody else, but that, you know, and, and meeting other people and being awesome out there. Uh, it's crazy. So Justin, you, you mentioned the, uh, uh, so, you know, why maybe the, um, the entertainment of, of stuff motion has such yeah. an effect still with all the technological possibility that we have, yeah. but from the other side, when you're actually animating a stop yeah. motion, because for me, this is something like, oh my God, I know there's technique and I don't know all of it, but you know, in CG, undo, undo, redo it, stop motion, it's a little more, so do you get into kind of crazy flow states of oh, just yeah. being Total. into this? What, what's the experience of animating in stop motion? Uh, absolute meditation. <laughs> Mm. absolute meditation and you can get there in cg too you absolutely can but it is it is a meditative state everyone is like isn't that so tedious i'm like no it's freaking thrilling mm. it's thrilling because mm. every frame i get my character becomes more alive and mm. does a little bit more and so i'm like every frame is like crack crack oh look it's, it's doing that and it's living and it's like it's not it's not controlled like in CG, and it's not overthought like in CG. It's like it's a performance. It's a live improvisational slow thing. It get your puppets do 
different things than you want. Sometimes they go a different direction. They have their own minds and feelings and, and, uh, and it's like sculptural and like you're following flows and arcs and weight and timing and spacing mm. and, uh, and you're feeling the feelings of your character. It's the and same, you, same way you, you do in CG. It's just but, slower. But do you feel that the, maybe the extra concentration that you need to have because you don't have those multiple undo is kind of adding to this kind of meditative uh, uh, feeling yeah. because you're so concentrated to make sure that yeah. yes it's yeah. organic and it's going yeah. to evolve on its own but at the same time you need to be super focused on what you're doing because yeah. it, it's unforgiving yeah and and i don't want to make it seem like you have to be crazy focused like because i literally put on movies all the time when i work i've always like i have the thing playing i have you know plant line from outer space I, eight million movies that are going on all the time and that, I just hear them. I've seen these movies oh, yeah. a thousand times. I'm, I do the same thing, exactly the same. But thing. it just—it's like it's like never-ending story is giving yeah. me energon cubes. You Ghostbusters, know? Like Ghostbusters, whatever it is, it's coming inside me and it's keeping me moving. But but you do—you go to a very uh, meditative place. Um, you are flowing and, and you know, focused on your on your work at the same time. Uh, and, it's funny. But, I, I was going to say really quick because I've I watched I watched some of these sort of like making up videos and we have like sort of like um, um, uh, why my hyperlapse kind of yeah. of you working and it's true like you can literally see you somehow in the zone like there's so much focus yeah. you're it's like it's almost like you're always back in the same level it's like you're connecting yeah. with the maquette and like like frame after frame after frame after frame yeah. it's like it you, you it's funny that those videos literally look like a flow state you're like yeah. actually seeing it in real time by hyperlapse time yeah you know like and and they're all different too like every some are are beautiful like if you're working on a leica film where you have the best of the best <clears> of <throat> the best you know armatures and puppets and and the ability to perform at a very high level with those characters and then there's really challenging limited characters mm. like the like e -Man. Yeah. <laughs> you're like okay i can rotate and i can you know, like there's yeah, so man. much, but you know, oh, yeah. I'm an animator and how are yeah, you going to create yeah. the illusion? Yeah. Of no elbows, no knees, yeah. biceps yeah. that go to here, you know, by the That's by the way, just I wanted to make a quick note that uh, there's a lot of talk of crack on the today's show, so I'd like to take a minute to pause for a commercial <laughs> break. Um, everybody, this today's talk came uh, comes to us by uh, by uh, by the, the very very generous people over at Crack Cocaine. So thank you go. to our sponsors. Okay, <laughs> right right back to the show. <laughs> but but absolutely, like I said, it's super meditative. Uh, it's really organic, and and what it is is it's a surprise. That's another thing that's so exciting about stop motion is oh, you yeah. don't know what you're going to get. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. it's like the beauty of shooting with real film, right? It's like digital film has ruined it a little bit because it's like click, uh, no, delete, click, uh. Yeah. You can learn yeah. really quickly. Like that's yeah. a great learning curve, but you lose that lottery feeling of just like, I think I might have something really great, but I yeah. don't know for sure, yeah. you know? And you go through waves. You'll be like, oh, my gosh, this is looking awesome. And then, oh, I've ruined it. This sucks. This is horrible. Oh, it's okay now. Oh, it's coming back like it's waves of emotion as you're animating a piece. But when you get to the finish line, it is what it is. Right. And you're like, okay, wow. Like what, what are we gonna, what do I have here? Right? Like this, this is a week of work that is a final product and you can't go back on it and it is what it is, but, but it, it's, it can be incredibly thrilling and like tightrope. I always describe it's like a tightrope. I'm on there. There's no nets. I could fall off this thing and it'd be a total fail or 
holy crap, I just made it across two scry scares first, you know? Hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's... I was think, uh, thinking also of what you mentioned of having those movie uh, on the side that is kind of fueling a little bit the inspiration. And it's it's so funny because you know in uh, when I was animating, and I'm just curious to to know if this it was the same thing for you guys. When I'm I was planning my shots, like no music, no nothing, a hundred percent concentration, and then start on the blocking, and then okay music, and then music with lyrics, and eventually. When I was just polishing, it was almost like going to cruising speed, then yeah. like a documentary on the side or a movie or yeah. something. And over time, I realized, why am I doing this, this progression? I just realized that, oh, I kind of fill my, my brain with just the right amount of information to be in this flow state. And sometimes right. I'm so concentrated that nothing else can come. Right. And sometimes I almost borderline being bored because it's automatic. So I need to fill with you know sure. those movies that I've uh, already seen. Is that something that you've... Oh yeah, yeah. I, especially in CG, uh, in in stop motion, it's a little different. I I I don't ever really get bored unless it just happens to be a performance that's, you know, a, a more job like instead of uh, something I really am soulfully feeling about. But even then, I, I don't really get bored. But in CG, absolutely, because you're going through such a different process of blocking, you know, spline and then polish, and you're polished phase is very mechanical. You're literally looking for any imperfections uh, just to get it to that super place where you're going to, uh, you know, deliver, deliver, you know, perfection. So you can absolutely get into a, a way more mechanical mode there as yeah. you're finishing those last touches. And, you know, like I said, it's very low stakes. I always say CG is low stakes because if my director doesn't like something, I change it. If there's timing that's not right, I change it. It doesn't hurt my heart. When I <laughs> yeah. show a piece of animation uh, on a big screen that I'm not necessarily proud of or I failed at, I'm crushed. <laughs> I feel so bad as an animator. I'm like, I am the worst cre person ever existed. <laughs> it's heartbreaking, heart-wrenching. Uh, so it's, it's a really different process. And then like, I, I go to work and we go to dailies and I know this shot's going to take three weeks to finish. Like, sure. We just go through rounds. It's so much, it's just like, whoop, no problem coming right off. Whoop, we got yeah. this. Yeah. Um, super random, but there's something that I uh, noticed when I saw a little bit of your background is going from leadership position to animator to lead to animator and, and all that and that's something that we've discussed before that i think that it's very healthy to go from a leadership position to go back into but there's in this the industry or at least in a majority of studio that you know you just evolve in one direction which is the management mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. the uh, direction um and do you have any thoughts about this idea that oh well if you're a lead and you go back to a senior animator position then it's kind of a step back and it's not really good for your career yeah. how, how what is your take on, on i have that? zero issue with jumping around i think it here's the first things first i'm a freaking animator i love to animate i love it more than <laughs> almost anything out there in in the daily dues of what i do i can't imagine anything i would like to do for a living more than being an animator and because of that when you get into leadership positions you're not animating as much. In fact, you're rarely animating on many at many times in many productions, right? At many studios. 
And that is an unacceptable feeling to me. I had a certain uh, tolerance for how much grown-up stuff versus the kid <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm like, hey, I'm animating 50% of the time. I'm doing you know, leadership and notes and all the other stuff that I have to do 50% of the time. Okay. As long as I still have this chunk to, to soul, soul survive on, right. Oxygen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause I'm not, I like being a leader from the standpoint of, I love building teams. I love sharing my passion with other passionate animators and I love creating things <laughs> together, you know, and directing is a cool thing to work with talent and, and think, you know, be creative in a different way. But at a certain level, it sh it gets out of balance to me when it gets, you know, basically for me, if it's over, if I'm 40% goes down, if I'm doing too much more of the 60% of the grown up stuff, I, I really start to get sad, <laughs> right? Mm. Like, I'm you know, like, I, I was just going to say, I, I don't, I don't want to chunt. I, I feel bad bringing the subject back really quick, but I can't get this thing out of my head that this, this, this revelation that I have now, after you said one of the, one of the most magical things about stop motion is the sort of the high stakes part of it, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, if yeah. someone gave you notes on CG, it's like, oh, poor me. I might have to go back to an older version of the scene and build right, back right, from right. where it's like, uh, can you imagine the sequences from star Wars with these crazy uh, ridiculous, and it's all been composited and it's like, sorry, yeah, no, it's not working. Yeah. We got to redo the whole thing it's like the tears like i can only yeah. imagine yeah. so it's just this feeling of of like it's almost like i guess the equivalent of playing a video game in hardcore mode like you're playing yeah. diablo and you yeah. go hardcore so if you die guess what you're like over, gone. Yeah, that yeah. it would be the old, the closest you could get to that same yeah. feeling i guess but i mean the difference of course is that when you're doing something like this you're really pouring your creativity into it rather than just you know interacting and, ha and being entertained and then you know god forbid having to start over but yeah i don't know it's it, 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 you really nailed it when you said that it's like there's something that's so mysterious and so magical about it because of the high and i think that is that's it's both for the the audience, but also for the creator. I think and the creator probably oh. is touched by that same magic because it's like, man, like if I get like if this if this goes well, this is gonna be yeah. hard to reproduce. It's like yeah. it's magic in a bottle. It's not reproducible. That's no, the thing. It literally That's is not. So it's impossible. Yeah. When you when you are creating, it's magic in a bottle. Yeah. When you are working on a feature film, that's the most opportunities you get to refine a performance in what we do, stop motion. Uh, if you're working for Leica or one of the other major studios, you are blocking, rehearsing, rehearsing is shooting your shot on twos, and mm -hmm. then you shoot the final shot. So you do each shot three times. Uh, you get notes off your block, you shoot mm -hmm. it on twos, you get more notes, and then it's like on the tightrope, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you're trying to reproduce what you did the second time on three, it ain't going to happen. Nope. Mm. Especially at 24 frames per second, because there's flow and there's unique position. <laughs> like the body is not going to be in the exact same place. The hips, the shoulders, the hands, the nope. arcs, everything is slightly off. It's more like you're crafting a behavior, a performance, yeah. an idea, but it's going to go on its own way. It, and you're just it's trying to help it. It's almost as if it's the closest thing in a frame by frame scale to acting. 
Because oh, yeah. acting is also in real time, right? Like an actor yeah. has to think completely in real time and it, they might nail a take and you might be like, cool, can you, the audio, we, we had a problem with the audio. Yeah, can yeah. you do that exact same thing again? No, no, I actually can't. That's never like, I, they'll tell you yes, but no, that's not what's going to happen. We'll They're going to do their best. Yeah, exactly. But, it's yeah. like that lightning struck and yeah. you didn't catch her. You, you didn't catch it. So I'll do my guess to make a strike again. It's uh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So, Brent, you were talking about acting. Uh, Justin, I saw many videos that you're, you know, uh, shooting reference uh, and, and, you know, the stunts and, and, and all that. Is that also part of your five-year-old that was wrestling oh, yeah. when it was? Oh, yeah. So, so how, how did you? <laughs> because I'm assuming that on at, at Blizzard and maybe for other job, you were the guy that, hey, we need to just, I got this. I'm going yeah. to go shoot reference. Yeah. Give me this, uh, <laughs> you know, give me this bow and arrow. Give me this. I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, you know, that that again is, so when I was a little kid, I had a few jobs that I wanted to do, right? I wanted to be an animator, I wanted to be a stuntman, or I wanted to be a professional BMXer, right? Like, those are the three things that I was like, okay, these are what I want to do if I choose jobs. Uh, what, became... what did your parents thought about <laughs> I'm sure they loved all of those three things. Well, my, They're just like, perfect. My, yeah, my, my parents are, are medical people they're very highly educated and and way up past past all three of those but the crazy thing is is that i found my way to all three of those uh and through animation through having like as a young person i love doing stunts i love doing gymnastics and parkour and and martial arts and all these things that fed into what i do today as an animator and you know are are incredible tools now at any place that i work and being able to do that is absolutely me trying to be a Ninja Turtle. It's me trying to, to you know, be all these characters that I grew up loving so much and pretending literally with my friends, jumping with the cape, you know, sword fighting off the roof, whatever. Like mm. all of that uh, is absolutely tapping in and used uh, at Blizzard constantly, uh, constantly. Uh, this- I'm doing stuff for them all the time. This is the part of the show where I do my best impersonation of Brent George being very surprised that you're doing all three of those things because they don't seem like you at all. Okay. <laughs> that was my, how did I do? Did I do good? That was did pretty it, solid. Good. Yeah. That was almost scary. <laughs> I can't do it again. That's the only time I'm ever going to do it that perfectly, just FYI. So don't make me do it again. Uh, and Justin, I have to say that you know, for a an old person, as you said yourself, <laughs> yeah, uh, really looking old. at those videos, you are clearly in really good physical shape. Well, uh, you know, it's it's hard. It's getting harder. I have to it's say, getting it's getting harder all the time. I don't recover like I used to, and uh, and you know, I have to warm up big time now before I start throwing some triple flips or anything like that. I gotta yeah. I gotta make sure the blood. Well, I think the BMX, I would imagine, would be the one of the more punishing things that you you do because oh, yeah. that that oh, I can only imagine years of wiping out, years like, of wiping out. I, yeah. I I'm 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 getting up there in, my, in age of myself, and I I've one of my favorite pastimes is is going on the track with motorcycles, and um, oh, and I can't walk properly for the next couple of days <laughs> because you're literally squatting for like yeah. like. Yeah. Oh yeah, like many many minutes yeah, yeah. At, a, at a time because you're yeah. floating above the seat, right? And yeah. like I, I just like you said, I don't I don't bounce back quite yeah, the same yeah. way that I used to. That's for sure. It's, so, it's fascinating, but yeah, but really fun. I'm gonna hold on to it as long as I can. 
Do so it. definitely being in, in in good physical shape is you know essential for all the the, the, the stunt the, uh, reference that you're shooting and all that. But do you feel is that something that is important uh, for you just in uh, general for your level of energy because you're super you seem like a very energetic uh, nah. person and I know and I know many that are you know they start just by being in shape but eventually they realize oh my god that that there's a lot more than than that that is actually fueling creativity and productivity and all that is that part of it a little bit yeah oh yeah for me balance is huge right like so like right now i'm literally working around the clock guys i'm like i work all day for blizzard and i work all night for our studio and our house right and i'm like uh but i still I, I, you know, you can't see it. I put a little makeup on here, but I have a black eye from Tuesday night kickboxing, right? So of course like, you're a kickboxer too. Of course you are. That, of course. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So like, that's legit, right? If I didn't have that <clears throat> to, to calm me down. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm and, starting to wonder, I'm actually kind of even scared the thought of you <laughs> being stuck in a frigging room without <laughs> having any of your toys in any of your sports. You might literally like, I don't know. Like, I feel like you would collapse into a black hole oh, and then man. just suck us all into uh, some sort of <laughs> nebulous it, it, ending. It, balance is really key. It's funny. Cause my, my youngest daughter's 19 and she just went to England to go to art school. She's, she's oh, a young artist too. And uh, she's on this grand adventure, you know, and she's talking to me. She's like, dad, you know, I'm feeling a little depressed at, at, uh, at you know, cause it's getting dark so early in mm. England, it's rainy and stuff like that. And, you know, it's a new place. And I'm like, have you been moving? Have you been moving? And mm. she's like, no, I haven't been moving. I'm like, go move, mm. get out and move. And, you know, and she went out and she felt better. And it's, oh, it's yeah. such a big, big thing to, to uh, get out of our chairs, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's one of those fun things, like, again, even for all the people that I work with at Blizzard, you know, when we do reference shoots, which is all the time for different shows that we're on and stuff like that, you know, it's fun. You get to kind of horse around and be kids, yeah. right? You mm-hmm. go to the reference room and there's yeah. battle axes and shoulder pads and, you know, spears and laser guns, hmm. whatever it is. Like, that is straight up being a little kid, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like you go into yeah. the weapons room and you're like, holy cow, yeah, yeah, is this yeah. legit? Yeah, that's good for the heart and soul, really, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And when your kids are, uh, were uh, a little younger, uh, did you mm. were they interested in the, the work that you were doing? Did you oh, try yeah. to have them interested? Because, I mean, we're doing a work that, you know, sometimes we forget about it. We're so much into it and there's overtime and pressure and all that. And you kind of forget that, hey, we have those little oh, human yeah. that might be interested about those creative world that were virtual world well, that we're creating. Wouldn't you say like games are probably the most popular thing to kids in the world. I would say video games are the biggest uh, entertainment uh, aspect of young mm. people these days. I, sure. I really do. Uh, it's not dorky to play video games anymore mm. at all. No one no. It's it's like a standard entertainment system probably has some game form on it now. Um, yeah. So my kids thought it was the coolest thing in the world that I made video games. Oh, you yeah. know? And I would bring them to work and they would do art right alongside us. That's cool. Um, yeah. And, you know, my my middle son was designing levels, you know, and designing characters and creating on paper like what what their hit points were and what was this and what was the weakness and what was the strength, you know, like that's. That's some super fun, cool stuff. So and, my, my and, children, all three, loved it. 
Loved it. And then when you had uh, your uh, adult child, yes. we're looking at you uh, on your knees with those little E-Man <laughs> characters. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I, it's hard not to it's hard not to to appreciate it is what I would say because I taught my kids how to how to play. Mm -hmm. You know, if that makes any sense, like oh yeah, we built a gymnasium. We call it the Danger Room at my house, right? Because I oh, that's reading cool. comic books. X Men reference. So X Men. I wanted to be an X Men more than anything, right? I wanted to train my children to be X Men, so I built the Danger Room. <laughs> of course, you. And did. I would put we put a fireman pole going from upstairs down into the if, gym. If you don't have real laser uh, green yes. beams, I'm going to be super disappointed. <laughs> we made lasers. I there swear we go. To okay, good. Lasers. I knew. I knew I could count on you. Oh uh, yeah, and we, uh, you know, I wanted. I wanted all of them to have that same kind of play, play mindset. So all yeah. of us played forever, forever and ever. And we we definitely have that. And, and and my daughter, like I said, my oldest son was an artist. I really thought he was going to go there, but he ended up going into programming, which was completely different. And then my youngest is an artist and she is 100% going to, she's going to be in television film somewhere in the future yeah. uh, as a 2D kind of concept or story artist. What a terrible yeah. problem to have a dad who you have to like literally fight for the toys. <laughs> it's like, yeah. dad, come it's on. It's my turn to play with E-Man. <laughs> like, it's like, I, that must have been the most amazing childhood. Oh yeah. man, we, we had some fun for sure. A lot, a lot oh, of yeah. fun. That's yeah. cool. That, that's awesome because we, we live in such a, you know, society that is trying to avoid any danger, any risk, any yeah. injury. Like, here. Just, yeah, yeah. just do nothing and stay in this bubble and stay safe no, and man. alive for it's like ever, but don't have fun. <laughs> the danger room wasn't really the X-Men danger room. It was just a room full of sharp furniture. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and the game was try to catch me. That's right, pretty much man. what it was. Dude, uh, we we used to have to have our kids' friends sign waivers when they came over. <laughs> I don't think that's he's legit. He's not I'm actually not kidding. Lying. I'm Wait, not kidding. Birthday, yeah, sign the waiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, his wife is a room. is a lawyer, and so she made that happen. That'd be awesome. That's pretty funny. That's yeah. pretty funny. Oh no, don't you're not going over the rushes again. Oh, oh God, <laughs> but you just got that cast off, Kenny. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> No, not no. The rushes. Oh. Uh, they all like they have you marked off. Like the birthday of your kids are marked off in red on their calendars. <laughs> they have to be on vacation during those days just to make sure they don't get invited to the birthday parties so where they have hot balloon races and stuff like this. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, awesome. Hey, Brent, are we going to take a few minutes yeah, for a question? Probably, from the probably. Chat? Yeah. This 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 conversation got way out of hand. I. It's funny. Your your energy is. I'm sure you've been told this before, but your energy is infectious. Like it's oh, like good. I good. I felt like by the end of this conversation I'm like well, I, I wanted to get up and stand on my desk I'm like I'm all excited <laughs> oh my god that's good okay so let's see let me scroll up I, we have a couple so the way this usually works the question period is we have a bunch sure. of questions that roll in on social media and Scott handles that he's our community manager so I have a bunch of them there but I usually try to pick out a few from from stream just because you know that's why they showed up here live after all right yeah. so let's see we got. We got one right here, which is a fun question, I think. I think you kind of already answered this, though. So it's a bit of a it's a bit of a repeat, but maybe you could just summarize just for maybe people who might have joined late. Yeah. I would love to know the the your the, the, the Justin's thought process when uh when it's about um sorry, when 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 what shot in someone yeah, okay. So I guess basically I guess how to approach how to approach stop motion versus CG. Like what's the difference in your mind? Uh okay, huge 
there's there's many aspects to stop motion too that i have to say there's like working as a professional at leica or a feature house right mm. where the process is block rehearse yep. shoot right where you get to really craft a performance which isn't that different other than it's a lot shorter uh and higher risk mm. than your cg performance you might shoot reference in cg you go block it you show it to the director you make changes you start splining you you, yeah. you know uh, you really refine it your timing spacing everything as you go forward so those two are not that different feature level process um, the, the big difference is, is the majority of stop motion that I do is not that process because I don't have time to block, mm. right? I don't have time to, uh, really set up a performance, uh, in advance before I go and do a piece mm. of animation. I am going into that garage and I am jumping on a high rope instantaneously because one, it's fun. It sucks sometimes cause you fail but sometimes you get pure magic because you don't know what you're going to get. So yep. what I do to prepare is I imagine, mm. I think I do little thumbnails and I'm like, okay, what do I want this character to do? Sometimes I'll act out in front of my wife. I'll be like, what about this? Does this look good? What do you think of this? You know, I'll, I'll ask for some ideas, but then the majority of the time, it's just a lot of improvisation, imp improvisation with, what they call in dance, my wife's a dancer, is uh, is a score. They call it a mm. score. And a score is you have key points that you want to hit, mm. but how you get there and in between them, who knows? Oh, that's interesting. You could get there that. any way you want, right? Like, it's like a breakdown. What kind of yeah. breakdown are you going to create? I don't know. Well, that one cr creates a completely different feeling than this one, right? It's a really magical tool. So... So I'll go in with a score of an idea of what I want. And because stop motion is so slow, you get ideas overnight. You get ideas in the middle. You're like, whoa, this is looking cool. I'm going to go more this way. I'm going to lean more that way. I'm going to go blah, blah, blah. But really, it's a score that I imp improvise my way through uh, in most of my work. And that's how it is in television. If you're working in stop motion television, there's no time to block. There's no time. The director gives you the information they want. You see the storyboards and then you imagine it and create. That's it. So it's just like blah, a piece of artwork. Look what I created. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's a really living, breathing uh, process. So in the garage, that's very much what I do. Um, I'll go in with thumbnails. That's probably the closest thing is my little treasure map of little tiny drawings. But those change because guess what? He-Man can't make that pose. Guess what? Uh, I have limits of real puppets that can't balance uh, or they can't, uh, they're, they're literally constrained by the size of the head. I can't do this. I can only do this, right? Like there's, there's so many physical limits that are a part of the stop motion process that you have to be able to improvise. You have to be able to go left when you were gonna go right. Mm to to get a get to the finish line so yeah uh so high level it's very similar to cg outside of it being limited amount of tries mm. uh and on the pretty much the rest of it is all a lot of 
imagination. So do you, to, to sum up uh, uh, something I think is really important in my mind to understand this, do you, you, is it a lot, so to compensate for the fact that you have less tries, as you put it, yeah, yeah. once you start committing like straight ahead animation, it's like 2D yeah. animation back in the day when it was all just done by hand and it was just straight aheaded. Like yeah. basically, do you compensate a little bit by having a bit more preparation in order to sort of be a you little can. bit to mitigate some of the F ups that could come along the way? So here's, here, there's different people, just like there's different artists, right? Like, so some people will plan their pants off, yeah, right? They will plan it, plan it, plan it, and then they go in, right? And for me, I, I'm a little looser than that. I like to plan, but I also like surprise. And I like, yeah. I like that, that unknown is really mm -hmm. exciting too. Mm -hmm. And it, and if you overly plan, then you're like, oh, wait a second, where do I have to be? Yeah. Oh, wait a second, yeah. where do I have to be? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, no, what am I, you know, like. That's yeah, not you, fun. I like yeah, to yeah. like that meditative flow, right? Like mm -hmm. you're feeling all the character move and the and the muscles contract and press and the Did you, you just know, uh, did you just become a stop motion character in front of this <laughs> this ago? I mean yeah, I'm just yeah. like you even you even look like you were on twos. I don't know how you did yeah, that. Yeah, there but you go. Like, I I love that part of it and 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 like literally jumping inside of the character and feeling mm. the life breathing right. and and pumping through that that figure so uh yeah I, I guess that that's it awesome it's good i like it um very comprehensive as well thank so I, I have another one here joe animates okay um asks what are those movies you had talked a little while ago about some of your favorite movies you put on in the background yeah. uh, 10 times at 10 times a year what what are your what's on the top of your list there's so many. Dude. I know it's a hard question. Okay, I would have a hard time so, too, but like, just riff right, off a bunch that come to your mind right away. I watched, I'll just tell you because like every night I probably go through four or five movies, right? So <laughs> yesterday impressive. it was Willow, it was Never Ending mm. Story, it was uh Clash of the Titans, it was uh oh, it had Quantum Leap on for a little bit. Oh yeah, good. That's so <laughs> I, good. I mean, there's so, so many that that are rolling through like Battlestar Galactica, like sometimes up on TV shows, but like a lot of really big ones that inspired me as a, mm -hmm. as a young person, like Secret of Nam. I've probably watched oh, that a yeah. thousand times. You know, uh, Sinbad, Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, oh, yeah. Jason and the Argonauts. Like, there's certain sounds Ray that Harryhausen. inspire me. That, that yeah, was there's, there's probably Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. Oh, there. oh yeah, yeah, of course they are. Of course right back they are. there. Oh, uh, oh, David. There is, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my whole house is my whole. It's like a museum of. Them. That's yeah, awesome. Like, you name it, oh, dude. They're nice. all there. That's cool. But uh, yeah, I I love fantasy. I love science fiction, like Aliens. You know, like Predator. You name it. Like all the Conan the Barbarian. So many films that I grew up on that really just just inspiring me you know and i know there's soundtracks and there's you know back to the future or whatever everything that was classic jaws you name it I, i'm watching mm -hmm. it that's awesome it's a perfect segue to the next question this is from um anima animaniac wacko wait animac well yeah you, you can read it just like i can but just surrender Brent. i'll just that's right i'll just <laughs> ask, i'll just ask the question what's your favorite example of stop motion in film and media so if you were to like and this might be maybe top three but basically as far as because you you listed a bunch of like classic like harryhausen oh, yeah. of course was a trailblazer yeah. back in the sinbad days um the clash of the titans you know that that guy really laid the groundwork for a lot of the stuff that you're doing literally today um but like if you were to like wh whether it's classic whether it's more recent like what what really like resonates in your mind is like the top 
Um, examples. Okay, so to me, the number one is always going to be Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh it's yeah, just mm-hmm. such a special film, uh, and I will. I've watched it a thousand times. Yeah, so. yeah. But well, modern inspiration, Coraline, to me, mm-hmm. captured oh, man. exactly where I think stop motion should be, which is at a higher performance level of mm-hmm. animation. Uh, with a really unique world and, and music and characters that, that that film made without being rotoscoped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, that's my biggest annoying gross part that I, I hate of so many uh, films that are coming out in stop motion these mm. days is they look like mm. people in suits. Yeah. They don't yeah. look like stop motion anymore. It looks like people wearing puppet suits mm. and there is such a, an incredible technical skill to do that, mm. but it feels like we've lost something that's really mm. special about stop motion. And that is the tiny imperfections. It is the, the, the slightly uh, um, animated performance as opposed yep. to rotoscoped. And well, I it's... hate to say that, but... I would, but, but I would say it suffers from the same problem as rotoscope, right? Like rotoscoping, uh, like yeah. those old school. And I don't know why my brain is so, so coming up with a blank. I don't know why, but like the, the, the animator Lord of the was, Rings. yeah, well, Lord Bakshi. of the Rings, uh, Bakshi, that, yeah, Ralph Bakshi. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. he, he was of course the, uh, the godfather of those yeah. kinds of films, uh, fire and ice. There's yeah. like so many of really, really great ones that he did. Fritz the cat. I could go yeah. on forever, but, but yeah. basically one thing they all had in common, which gave rotoscoping kind of a bad name back then is they felt like floaty. They didn't yeah. have any weight to them. It's because without making, without an animator deciding to enhance some of those things, make it a bit bigger and make it heavier, it yeah. felt felt like it lost that sort of tactile kind of presence. I think, and like so, that's what you get with it when you're stop motion and doing it out of your mind as an animator yeah. versus doing a little bit of the rotoscope work. I'm sure it suffers the same problems. And even if you're, I'm not anti-reference. That's the thing that people no, get sometimes. So different. I'm not anti-reference. There's so mm-hmm. much magic that can be found in a piece of reference. But once you, for me, once I'll use, if I'm at a company where I have to use reference and I use it, I use it for the block. I use it to get the information, the nuggets that I want, Mm. and then I walk away. Mm. See you later. From block, from rehearsal to finish, I don't go anywhere near that. Because then you find and you add the animated touches. This is going to happen faster. This is going to have more hang time this is going to be exaggerated a little bit. All of the things that make animation really special, mm-hmm. you're able to still insert. Yeah, um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so so that's my biggest problem with the modern stuff. But Coraline, to me, even though you watch it now and it's got a lot of imperfections and maybe the performances are a little bit more caricatured as opposed to video reference, it captured the thing that makes stop motion special at a higher mm-hmm. level. So I think there's a magical place where we could... Do higher level acting, do higher level, uh, you know, quality in, in the in the the cleanness of the animation, but then push it, just push it a little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, and so that one I really really respond to uh, overall. I have a completely left field question, but um, Scott is famous for these. Um, what exactly is your workout routine? Oh, geez, no one will believe me, but I, I right now I I kickbox twice a week 
And so you uh, train for that too, I assume. Because I mean, when you say kickbox, is I that don't is it... train for it outside of kickbox? I spar. Oh, I, I see. Say okay. I spar okay. two times a week, and okay. then we do, uh, you know, we do like mitts mm. and stuff like that before we spar sure. to, yep. to just work on our techniques. Yeah. But right now, that's all I do outside of like uh, little gymnastics here and there for fun. Mm. Uh, but I don't really get to do too much else just because I'm so freaking busy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like how about like sleep? Because right. at this point I'm some, I'm someone, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm somewhat convinced you're a vampire. I'm not, I yeah. don't have any actual evidence, <laughs> but this oh, conversation what, has what led I me to believe. Do. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would love to be a vampire. Dude. <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> you wouldn't actually even have to sleep. It'd be perfect. Let's lock and it down. when you did, you could just sleep upside down. That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that's good. So basically your, your real workout routine other than just being you seems to probably be a bit of workout anyways. And yeah. of course, but when you want something intense, it sounds like uh, the go-to is kickboxing twice yeah. a week. You said, yeah, twice a week, usually okay. Tuesday nights and Sunday mornings. I, I kickbox two times a week. And then like, this is the thing, like I, 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 I'm a boxer too. So I, I go through phases like right now we're we're gr growing so much in our studio that I don't have time to do the things I need to do to be a boxer. Right. To like I have to train five days a week, six days a week to be able to get in a ring and not gas out in three rounds. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. there's like this thing where we're like, well, I'm getting older. Well, there's like, you know, our company's taking off. There's all this stuff that so I, I just try to maintain some cardio fitness for sure. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, not lose too much of my skills so that I'm still able to play when I need to. Um, I just wanted to do a quick shout out to Animakio Wacko, and I'm sorry for creating you some sort of insecurity um, into your username. <laughs> I love how my terrible ability to pronounce the uh, username has led to the the very the very deep rooted self doubt that they now experience. I apologize in it for profusely for such a uh, such a uh, you know ninja to your brain. Um, okay. Oh, so, Reb, be, uh, before you go in the uh, backlog and see if yeah. there's a, a question there, I have one for, for you, Justin. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've read on your uh, blog, um, I don't know how much you still uh, updated, but but somewhere there's someone that gave you an advice that was along the line of, you know, when you're animating, you should fall in love with the characters that you're animating. Can you yeah. elaborate a little bit? Wow, man, that stuck with me. It, it, it happened on Kubo. Uh, there was a, a Hungarian animator who's probably one of the best animators I've ever seen. Great movie, by the uh, way. Thank mm -hmm. you. I, I'm very, very proud of that one, too. And uh, he, I went out to lunch with him, and I just had an animator discussion, you know, and he's a really eccentric guy. Uh, like a lot of stop-motion people are, just so you know. There are a lot of characters in this field because it's such a weird, you know, obsessive kind of field. And uh, and he would, he, I said, you know, what, what kind of tip could you give me? Because I... I do stop motion, but I feel like a phony or, 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 or a day trader, right? Because I'm like, I do CG. I really do CG. That's funny. <laughs> that was your making, you're coming out. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm a, I would not feel like a phony saying I'm a CG animator. But when I go work on these CG films or stop motion films, those guys do it 24 hours a day. And that's mm -hmm. all they've been doing for the last 25 years, right? So it's like, I feel like. I'm a, I don't know, like a visitor, right? Yeah, you're and, not a true believer. You're yeah. not part of the club. You're not wearing yeah. the freaking jacket and the logo on your back, you know, riding you a hog. It, man. That's so, so I, I feel that way. And I asked him and he said his biggest thing, and it was very not what I was expecting, but he was like, you must love, he has an accent, right? He says, you must love your characters, right? And I'm like, 
so he must, you know, he's getting the, the word wrong, right? Because he doesn't speak English that great sometimes, you know? And he's like, you must fall in love because, like, you know, this is the last time I'm going to be with this person, right? Like, like oh, it's your lover, right? It's like, I will not see the sisters after this movie, right? And if I do not <laughs> love, if I do not fall in love and caress and feel them throughout their, <laughs> their performance, then I will not be giving my best, is kind of what it fell fell into, right? And I was like, mm. it hit yeah. me deeply. And I was like, wow, you know what? There's something really special there because, uh, you know, we pour so much of our heart into these characters that we animate and our passion, <laughs> but in stop motion, you literally, I feel like I'm bleeding. I'm Interesting. inserting, I'm giving, I'm trading life, if that makes sense. Wow. I'm trading my hours and 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 energy, and I'm transporting it into this figure, one frame at a time, and it's so slow. And I'm feeling, I'm like, I feel what that character's feeling, just like I was a little kid, and and this person did this to this character, and like, and when you're feeling and you're caressing, like he said, caressing, use that word, through those arcs and feeling that, oh, that compression and the breath. And the, oh, you know, the shape changes that are taking place. <laughs> wow, your animation changes. It really changes. And if you really appreciate, like, this movie is going to close shop in 18 months, and these characters are going to go into a vault. Yeah, never going to see them again. And you're never going to see them again. Holy crap. It yeah. becomes so much more special. Yeah, and, interesting. And I know because I... I'm not a person who's been doing this for 25 years and I come in and I am geeking out. I I'm a total nerd when I'm on a stop motion film. I'm like, Oh my God, can you believe I get to touch this and yeah. set and, and they're lighting this. And then they say, Justin, bring it to life. Like it feels so insanely special that they chose me as a person to bring mm. this amazing artwork to life. That's interesting. And, and so I'm in it, right? I don't, I don't, shortcome that that special 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 place i'm at uh but then we uh when i add that extra layer of being like wow you know this is a moment in time this film this character my time with this puppet uh you know because you get cast and you get close with the character i'll be cast to you to animate norman or the bully mm -hmm. or the sisters or monkey or whoever they are box troll whoever the character is you become really close because you learn who that character is, how they move, uh, the kind of decisions they're going to make, whatever that is that becomes in you. So uh, it really, really changed things for me as an animator. And then I was like, okay, now I want to be able to apply that to my CG work, to my, you know, it's a, it's a special, it's an extra bit of care. That's all I can say yeah. Yeah. Uh, that when you think of it that way, you, you, it becomes a little precious, right? Was and it harder though? Like it must be harder because I feel like something about having a physical tactile thing that you can, like, I, I don't yeah. know about you, but like I've always had this sort of weird thing where I project personalities on objects sure, sure, and I sure. get very attached to them. Like, and I, this one of the reasons why I have a hard time like getting rid of anything is because I, I like, it's like they're my friend in a weird way. And I like, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, there's, there's history there. It's a thing, you know? And, and that, that must be, I could, I never, cause I've never done stop motion 
conversation before, but it's yeah. something something about what the way you're talking about it yeah. makes me really connect with this idea of how much I would probably bond with yes. this little character that I can yes. actually hang out with physically. You just said it. It's 100% like that. And I'll tell you my last day on Kubo, my before the day of before I left to drive back to LA, I I had a shot with Monkey and she uh, was all or her sister, the sisters, if you remember from Kubo, yep. they were all chained up around Monkey, right? They were on this boat and she had chained up Monkey and she was pulling her tight and squeezing her uh, to capture her. And, and I was like, okay, I don't ever want to forget this moment, right? Mm. And I put on one song on mm. my, on my uh, iPhone that oh, I listened yeah. to from the cars, drive from the cars. Right. And I listened to it for 10 hours straight. And now whenever you listen to that, that song, you go right back there, I bet. Time machine. Oh, right man. Right back to that moment of pulling that chain and wrapping her up and oh, feeling man. like this is the last time I'm going to be able to be with these characters, right? And this moment and, and time. And it, it's, <clears throat> it was so special. And, and I just like just burnt, hmm. branded it into me forever. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, yeah. so it almost sounds like you kind of, you, you knew it, you felt it right then and there. And so you, you owned it. You're like, I yeah. want to remember this, yeah, you I know, want and to remember the, this, it was yeah. almost a ceremony. And like, I'm going to even play a song that's going to remind yeah. me of this yeah. moment because I know I want, I'm going to want to transport back to this moment. It's going to be so special. That's, that's very interesting that you were self-aware right then and there to do that. That's yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, because I had had that conversation mm. with him earlier yeah. in the production. Right. So it was, was already in your like, head. Yeah, it's like, okay, man, I want to, you know, really appreciate this is my last day on the show, <laughs> last day with these characters. And that's like, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was, it's special, very special. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. Um, well, it is, it's, we have one minute left. I'm going to ask yeah. a bold question. David, do you have a couple extra minutes? Sure. Let's do okay. it. Do you have a couple minutes? And, and yeah. Justin, it is yeah. no is a perfectly fine answer. No, I, is, I do okay. for sure. I am a professional stay overstay my welcome kind of guy. So <laughs> I'm gonna I just but the, I at least wanted to give you an out. Okay, so there's a couple questions here um in um in, in the backlog. I wanted to at least try to get to. I hate it when I don't never get to them. So let me drop one of them right now. Um <laughs> this is a good one. This one's from I'm I'm day underscore retro guy two four seven. <laughs> How long did that freaking werewolf animation take? That's that's clay with with, with which means you have to sculpt it for every yeah. frame. Yeah. So yeah. basically, like, how long did yeah. it take? You want to break it down? Oh yeah, sorry, I, I forgot I didn't put it up. There you go. How long did that freaking werewolf? Okay, so it's been a while since I animated that, but if I remember correctly, that was ten nights of work. Ten long full nights <clears throat> of animating and and it's like little mini goals in, in a marathon right like i had a score of what i wanted that character to do i even did a little bit of a 2d test before just to kind of feel it out i knew i wanted to hit this mark this mark this mark this mark hopefully get a couple of these poses in there uh and so every night you know maybe i'd get i don't know if i was lucky 25 30 <laughs> frames in a good night uh done and I would go to the next and go to the next. And and that was such a living, breathing uh, vision. And it was so magical when I got to the end of that because I had never really worked really with clay before. Uh, and clay is a pain in the ass. It is really challenging to, to do simple things that you would do with a puppet. You know, if a puppet has a real structure, it's a lot easier to balance them, to move them, compress them, do whatever. 
every single time you touch this character, it gets giant indentions every time you're trying to guide it along a certain performance. So getting really subtle kind of, you know, overlaps and feelings of breath and like that stuff takes time, but it, it was, it was a very magical finish line on that one. <laughs> uh, the Trekkie in me would be disappointed if I didn't tell you, you could feel free to take a pause and answer Captain Kirk on the actual communicator. That, if... Thank you, sir. <laughs> there, dude, you have no idea how many times I've been through season one. That's amazing. That's so Star amazing. Trek while I've animated. That's good. Millions. Okay. I got, I got another one here. Um, so what advice would you give to aspiring stop motion animators? I mean, currently studying stop motion animation, mm -hmm. like where, uh, like how do, what's the, what's the path forward in your mind? If you so could do it I, all over again, I teach, I teach okay. pri privately all the time. Uh, I usually have a couple students every 12 weeks and I have, um, do you have a website where people can like get a hold of you for something uh, like that? No, everybody usually just calls me through, uh, my Instagram or something. They'll just DM okay. me. And okay. I, if they're serious, then we, we go from cool. there. Nice. But the, uh, the, the thing I always say is you do not need to go to school to be a stop motion animator, plain and simple, because uh, it costs way too much money. There's not enough money in stop motion to pay back your student loans ever. And like you are uh, going to, it would be so much better to do self-study and then hook up possibly with a mentor or take a class from someone that knows what they're doing. But there is so much information online mm. now that there really is no excuse. It's just how much beans you got and how badly you want it. The tools are there. Everything's so easy now. Uh, the information's there to to become a professional. And uh, you know, I've 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 had many students of mine become pros without having to go to school. And what happens is, so many people will go to school for four years and they can't animate for crap when they get out. It's a mm. sad story, but true. CG. Yeah. Stop motion, you name it, right? But now they have $200,000 in debt, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. And then they have to go to school again. So then they go to an online school where they can actually learn to actually animate, right? So then they have that cost. It's so sad. I do a lot of online teaching myself, and you just described so many people who end up in my classroom. I, I, it's, it's depressing. It's over, over yeah. There's, it's, I, I would say 90% of people that go to school have to see further education to actually make it to a professional level and get a job. It's crazy. Uh, so stop motion, I would say it's the same thing. There's, you do not have to go to school. There's very few schools that actually have decent enough programs where you could actually become a professional. You'll get experience. You know, it's very broad. You'll learn all the aspects, maybe, like how to make a puppet, the idea of shooting uh, animation, making sets, props. And maybe that's good, right? I'm not saying my daughter's in art school, right? Right now, she, I know she's going to go to art school. She went to art school already a better artist than she might graduate, you know? Hmm. But she's going to be surrounded by artists. And there's all yeah. this social growth and all these beautiful true. things that happen. Yeah, yeah I agree. That so I understand it and I do value that. But it, the cost is so intense right now. Uh, and stop motion being such a a smaller field than CG and with way less pay, no insurance, all the things that come with being a stop motion animator. Uh, I, I say, don't go to school, self-study, find a mentor, uh, you know, take, take a, a private class or something like that. That's going to get you so much more further and you'll actually learn what you need to know and you will learn animation, the yeah. craft, because yeah. that's what makes a good animator anywhere. Anywhere.
And you don't yep. learn that in most colleges, unfortunately. It's sometimes yep. just doing it. Like the 10,000 hour rule is a rule for a reason. You got to put the time in. I think a lot of people these days, this day and age, just expect to go to a, a workshop and then yeah. be like, how come I'm not like a freaking amazing animator suddenly? It's right. like, well, because it's like, it's not easy. Yes, there are some people out there i like to refer to them as assholes but people who pick it up really 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 quickly and right. they annoy us and i get that it's a real thing but yeah. most of us it we got to work for it like mm -hmm. it's just the way it is you yeah. know and not everyone's going to be the superstar but if you really want it you put the time in i think you're probably got a you got a shot most of us do at least mm -hmm. yeah so. absolutely and that's the other thing i want to say to all the people like i used to be 26 years ago 28 years ago when i was in art school like I was prejudiced. I thought you had to be born with the gift, mm. right? You had to be born with the gift to be an animator and an artist. And I learned that lesson shortly thereafter where I saw people that had what I've considered very little gift become fantastic oh, yeah. artists and animators yep. through hard work. Absolutely. Plain and simple. It's hard yeah. work. It's how many yeah. hours and how much you put into it. And you absolutely can become fan a fantastic animator. Inspiring yep. words, my friend, Justin. Okay, I got two last things. Okay, and I'll make it quick. One of them is just fun because it's from Scott. And um, he, he, he asks, this is a personal message to you. Rankin Bass's Mad Monster Party, yes or no? Yes. <laughs> yes. This is like, it was a code. Like he's yes. backstage and I'm like, what the, what is this question? He's like, he'll either, he'll get it right away or yes. he won't, but don't worry. Just ask the question. Yes. So yeah, there you go with Scott. Oh, yeah. That one's for you, buddy. Okay. So I'm going to end this stream with one last question because I think it's really interesting how I'm going to bring this back. And I think you're going to appreciate it. You're the first person who I've ever actually thought, man, I want to talk to this person about this. Okay. So TikTok is relatively new for me too. I'm, I'm dosing. I'm, I'm definitely hitting myself. Usually, usually, like definitely for a good half an hour. I have to like literally put a timer on now because if oh, I don't, okay. I yeah. will literally just sit there like it's, I can't stop. Right, so right, I right. usually do it several times a week and I'm just consuming. I, and I, I, one of my, some of my favorite people on there are the creators that I find so talented are the ones that do like uh, crazy, like skeleton makeup and they do oh, pantomimes. Yeah. And yeah. there's, so the, what I've noticed though is what they do, which I think is fan, just phenomenal is for, I couldn't figure out for the longest time. Oh, David disappeared. I don't know where he went. Is David still there? I, maybe he'll come back. Maybe he won. I don't know what happened there. Uh, but basically the, um, um, the thing that uh, that I noticed is that the, the the framing. So they they it's clear to me that they're almost doing stop motion because it's like they're on twos and sometimes on right. threes. Because if you watch them, there's like held poses and there's like this really crispness. And then I watch yeah. how they make it, and yeah. they're actually doing everything in slow motion because mm -hmm. they're because what they're doing is they're playing back the audio because they want to be able to sync to yeah. the to the music, right? Yeah. And I just thought it was interesting because it was sort of like stop motion but using their bodies to do it. And oh, there's yeah. something that's so captivating and so graphic. And so interesting about that. I could just watch that stuff like forever. Yeah, absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's totally animation. It's just video animation. They're basically playing with their timing and spacing. Yeah, uh, like, to, but to it's, that stuff. it's yeah. so weird because, because when you play it real, by the way, David just texted me, his internet literally went out, <laughs> so Perfect he won't be coming time. back. Yeah. yeah. So in, in, unless he just, that's his story and he's just, he has to go to bed. This is around his bedtime. He gets up like <laughs> earlier than like, just like you don't go to bed. He right. never actually, like, he just gets up like at the crack of dawn. Crack of dawn. But I just find it interesting because when you're looking at it, play back at real time, there's just something so tactile about it. It reminds me of like a really good stop motion. So yeah. I don't know. I just made that fun connection just a little yeah. while ago when I was watching these people 
felt like stop motion. And it yeah, wasn't. there's been some really, really, like I said, uh, clever uh, use of video and stuff on, on TikTok that I've discovered too. And I've been like, wow, that's really cool. You know, like there's there's a lot of creativity there. That yeah. can, that if you find it is pretty, pretty freaking cool. Man, I'm just, and they're just the content they put out. Like there's yeah. so much of it. Like I'm just, where do they have the time? And some of them get some good coverage and they're actually making livings off of it, which is great. It comes back to what you're saying. It's like, it's like people don't need to have a label anymore. They don't no. need a production company to put their great idea out. If they have interesting ideas, there is an audience literally right one click on oh. your phone away yeah. to just yeah. being like, I, I'm buying what you're selling. I want to yeah. see more of your content because it inspires me. It makes me laugh. It makes me like, you know, oh, here's David. He come back. He's, yeah. he's back in action. I'll wait for his uh, camera to feed to come back up though. Otherwise we just get logo. I totally agree, man. I, I, I think there's more opportunity than ever, than ever. Yeah. In, it's in crazy. that exact way to, to create your form of entertainment. And it's totally a lot of these times just completely something you would never think about. And I, I promise you, the people that are having large followings on TikTok are making a lot of money. You know That's I mean? great. They're getting a lot of views. They're making a lot of money. So Interesting fact. I don't believe Canada, Canadians aren't currently oh, allowed to monetize. That's crazy, right? Can I you imagine? A, I have a Canadian uh, fellow that is in that exact situation. She has that just seems millions wrong. of views and she would be making, you know, 10, 12 grand a month on the views she gets that she cannot have access Do to. It, I'm like, I, I never did any homework on this. Is it? Is it? I assume it's a governmental thing that, like, what, what, so. what's stopping it from? Oh, really? It just seems weird. Yeah, I think it's, it's something about the monetization or something like that. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I just feel so bad for her. Welcome uh, back, David. By the way. Hey, Welcome what did back. I miss? <laughs> we missed everything. We solved. Uh, the, we got the cure for cancer. We've, we've like, we're done. We there's like, I don't even like. Yeah, I'm sorry you missed it. I'm really you sorry. You know, it's a classic as like, oh, why? I guess that both of their internet connection went down. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> or or, or yeah, maybe statistically I'm the speaking, probably maybe just me. What are well, the odds that both of them at the same time? Yeah, yeah, no. But you came out back at a perfect time because we're wrapping up. Um, thank you, Justin. Honestly, yeah, I was, awesome. was just, I just I feel like I'm gonna have to take two days of sleep now. Just I felt like <laughs> I don't know what I, I something about you. You just like you pull it out of me. Like I'm a very That's David cool. will tell you I'm a very animated guy to begin with. But like when I'm with another person with that kind of same energy, it's just like look out. So we should never ever share the same space because it, it would, <laughs> we would probably they'd have to demolish the building by the time we were oh, done. We did, what, what, what is it in Ghostbuster that you should not do? Like cross the street. Don't cross the street. Cross the street. <laughs> this no, is what no, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Okay. Thanks. You thank. Thank Got you, it. Egon. Thank you for the important safety tip. Okay. Well. So I've I may have may or may not not have watched Ghostbusters a few times while while walk uh, while working late at night. Maybe. Me too, man. Maybe. Maybe. Me too. Halloween just hit. I was there. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, so thank you, thank Justin, you, Justin. Honestly, for your time and for your energy and for your stories, David. As always, thank you for being here and uh, chat. Thank you for being here. We'll see you on the next one. Cheers, thank you guys. All. guys. Bye. Bye. Um. And just a quick note, uh, by the way, yes, Scott did say this, but yes, this talk was absolutely definitely not sponsored by crack cocaine. I don't even know if I do. If there's a company called crack cocaine, I'd be really impressed, but that was absolutely a joke. Um, thank you for being here, everybody. It was a lot of fun tonight and, uh, I look forward to seeing you on the next conversation. See you later. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you got a lot out of it. 
Agora Community is a free resource for artists in the animation, visual effects and gaming industries, providing daily educational material, free rigs and assets. We also have a range of experts you can purchase affordable animation reviews from to help you level up your skills. You can check it all out at agora.community. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn for updates on upcoming conversations and free animation quick tips. So, until next time, stay tuned and stay animated.